Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey there, faithful listeners. Happy hump day. This is the P40 Ministries podcast and your host, Jen. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. We are going to be discussing Genesis chapter 35, and we will be talking about verses 1 through 15. This will be about half of the chapter. Now, I will be reading out of the WEB version, as I always do, but you, of course, can read out of whatever version you prefer. So grab your cup of coffee and warm yourself up a little bit this chilly morning, and uh, let's go ahead and start reading and jump right in. God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and live there. Make there an altar to God, who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau, your brother. Then Jacob said to his household and all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods that are among you. Purify yourselves. Change your garments. Let's arise and go up to Bethel. I will make there an altar to God, who answered me in the day of my distress, and who was with me on the way which I went. Then they gave to Jacob all the foreign gods which were in their hands, and the rings which were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the oak which was by Shechem. They traveled, and the terror of God was on the cities that were around them, and they didn't pursue the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which was in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. And he built an altar there, and he called the place El Bethel, because there God was revealed to him when he fled from the face of his brother. Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died. And she was buried below Bethel, under the oak, and its name was called Alan Bakuth. God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padan Aram, and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be Jacob any more, but your name will be Israel. And he named him Israel. God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations will be from you and kings will come out of your body. The land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give it to you, and to your offspring. After you, I will give the land. God went up from him in the place where he spoke with him, and Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he spoke with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured out a drink offering on it and poured oil on it. Jacob called the name of that place where God spoke with him, Bethel. quick recap from Monday's and Friday's episodes. Dina, Jacob's only daughter, was raped in Shechem where they were living. Now Shechem was a Canaanite city and Jacob wanted to live there. He partially ignored God when God told him to return to the land of his ancestors and he ended up living near this Canaanite city. In fact, I think it said that he set up his tent to face the city so he could probably see the city and he probably wasn't very far away because Dina traveled into the city and unfortunately got defiled by this man named Shechem, who the city was actually named after. This man Shechem was a prince of that city. Now, because of this evil that happened against Dina, 
Levi and Simeon, who were two of Dina's brothers, took up these swords and went and pretty much destroyed all the men of that city and even captured the women and children. Now, this was extremely excessive. God himself says that vengeance is his. He will take out vengeance upon people for the evils that they do to each other and that we should never take out revenge against anybody. So what Simeon and Levi did was just wrong. And on top of that, they were destroying innocent lives that had nothing to do with Dina's rapist. So they destroyed all these lives of these women and children who had their husbands murdered and their fathers murdered. Levi and Simeon were just wrong. And Jacob ends up yelling at them and saying like, look, you have made me a reproach to this area. The people are going to want to kill me and you guys now because of what you have done. And they end up making this big excuse saying, you know, well, should our sister be treated like a prostitute? And that was the end of that chapter. Now, God finally appears and God was not mentioned in that chapter at all. He appears again now to Jacob in Genesis chapter 35. And he says, go to Bethel and live there. Make an altar there to God who appeared to you when you first fled from your brother Esau. So this was many, many years ago, 20 plus years ago that Jacob had first fled from Esau. And God is saying, go back to Bethel, go there, repent and make this altar to me. So God is showing mercy to Jacob and Jacob's family, a large amount of mercy to them, even though Jacob's sons had done this evil deed and had killed and destroyed the lives of many from this Canaanite city. So now God is being merciful, as he always is. And Jacob says to his household, after all of this horrible stuff goes down, he says, get rid of all of your false idols. I don't want to see them under my roof anymore. He says, purify yourselves, change your garments. So he says, make yourselves clean, both inwardly and outwardly. Get rid of all of these idols and these false gods and foreign gods. Let's go to Bethel. Let's make ourselves right with God and let's worship God only. And he says, I'm going to make an altar at Bethel. So we are moving again. We are getting out of here. We are going to worship God only. Now, it's interesting to think that there were foreign gods in Jacob's household, but we do know that there were some because Rachel had stolen those foreign gods from her father Laban. And we talked about that episode a while back, but foreign gods were in Jacob's household. So Jacob's family did not only worship God. They worshiped foreign gods as well. And finally, Jacob's putting his foot down and he's like, get rid of them. I don't want them in my household. It's done. And so it says that they give Jacob all of their foreign gods, also the rings which were in their ears. Jacob hides them under an oak, which was nearby Shechem. So he buries them under this tree, this oak tree near Shechem where they were living. The rings in their ears, earrings typically aren't wrong, but these earrings were probably some sort of charm or religious thing that his family members were doing. So getting rid of that earring, which was in their ear, was another way of just getting rid of foreign gods that were living among them and getting rid of those charms and uh, heathen customs that they were doing. So Jacob takes all these garments and these uh, earrings and um, all these foreign gods and he hides them under the oak. And finally, they start traveling to Bethel, which was named Luz at the time. And it was in a Canaanite 
region, but God had given Jacob that area of land to live in. This was God's gift to Jacob. And since God created everything and created all land, it belongs to him and he can give it to whoever he wants, whenever he wants. So he gives this land to Jacob and his family. And Jacob ends up building an altar there. And God appears to him. And it almost seems like God appears to him in the flesh. Because it says that God appears to Jacob again when he came from Padanaram and blessed him. And he says to Jacob this time, he says, look, your name is still Jacob. When you wrestled with me a while back, I changed your name to Israel, but you are still acting like Jacob. And Jacob means deceiver. You are not acting like Israel. And he says, your name is not going to be Jacob anymore. Your name is now Israel. And he named him Israel. And God says to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. I think I've told you guys many times before that God never changes. We see God say, be fruitful and multiply to many people. He said it to Adam and Eve. He said it to Noah and Noah's family. I believe he said it to Abraham and now he's saying it to Jacob. So God's plan never changes. He wants people to fill the earth and he wants Jacob and Jacob's sons to have children to have children that are blessed by God. And he goes on to tell Jacob, you are going to produce kings. You know, I am blessing you so much that you are going to be producing kings and nations are going to come out of your family. I will give you all of this land to your descendants. And that is what he says in verse 12. Now, one thing I forgot to mention here in verse eight, it kind of throws us off a little bit. It says, Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, dies and she was buried below Bethel under this oak, what was named Alan Bakuth. Now, Rebecca was Jacob's mother. So the fact that this is thrown in here, and this is the first time that Deborah is mentioned, besides the fact I think when um, Rebecca leaves her father's household to marry Isaac, Jacob's father, this was a while back, she brings her nurse along, but that nurse was unnamed, I'm pretty sure. But now we find out that this nurse was named Deborah, and she was clearly a very important person in this family because when Rebecca's nurse Deborah dies she gets buried under this oak in Bethel and they named this oak Alan Bakuth because I think that means like grave of weeping so this woman Deborah was wept over when she died and I just kind of find it funny that it's sort of thrown in here without much um, context. But clearly, this Deborah woman was important to Jacob's family. And so when she dies, she gets buried under this oak and they, they hold a ceremony for her. And then after that, God appears to Jacob because Jacob's heart or now Israel's heart was finally on track with what God wanted. He was finally following God. He didn't have any foreign gods. He wasn't disobeying God. He wasn't being a Jacob, a deceiver. But he was now finally following God's will. And God blessed him because of that. God blessed the fact that he was now in Bethel. And that he was now in line with God and worshiping only God himself. God is very merciful. It's just, I love the Old Testament because it just shows how merciful God really is over and over and over again. You know, there's a chapter like Genesis chapter 34 that talks about this rape and murder of an entire city. 
And this very next chapter shows God's love and mercy towards people. And when we get to the book of Judges, we're going to see a lot of God's mercy because the book of Judges is kind of crazy. And there's all sorts of really horrible things that happens in the book of Judges. The Old Testament to me is really just showing God's mercy over and over and over again. And the New Testament still showing God's mercy through bringing Jesus, his son, to take away the sins of the entire world. And that is the entire plot of the Bible is both God's mercy and his son, Jesus Christ. So friends, I have a new Easter design out on my store. Only one design, but I think it's cute and I really like it. It says alive with a crown of thorns surrounding that word. And so that is going to be up on my website very, very soon, probably either today or tomorrow. So go to www.p40ministries.com shop and take a look at the brand new limited edition Easter design that I came up with for this year of 2021. Maybe purchase it if you want to support P40 Ministries financially and everything I do with the podcast and the website and the resources and the coloring books and everything. If you want to support P40 Ministries, definitely take a look at the store. Buy yourself something nice or buy it for a friend or family member. I will definitely drop a link to that in the bio of this podcast episode. But faithful listeners, stay nice and warm on this chilly morning. Happy listening and God bless.